Welcome to On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains. Here, this is the spot where the conversations are pointed, the guests are sharp, and the responses are never dull. Did you bring your thinking caps? Because it's time to put them on. Because the conversation starts now. We are at the Spizat. Hey, hey, hey. Where the conversation is pointed, the guests are sharp, and the responses are never dull. Today we have Stephanie Felice Singleton. Hi. And we're going to talk about some really nice stuff, some bonding of women issues. You know, women, uh, I say it because I'm a woman. We are like crabs in a barrel sometimes, always trying to pull each other down. I'd love to lift up my queen. I love to tell her that she's beautiful, that she's smart, that she's talented, that she's enough. All of that is important to have good girlfriend trips. I'm a little strange on the girlfriend trip. We got this little, (laughs) we do this, you know, that's saying, now look, you're getting on my nerves. I'm tired. I'm going to the room, but you know, but to have a confidant, somebody that you can really trust, uh, somebody that you can banter back and forth with. Ideas, make money, all this is so important. So she is the chapter director for the Ladies League of Jacksonville. We're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about the anthology that she's a part of. A lot of times, brains, people get lost in an anthology. They get lost in the pages. They don't know that you're on page 45, and the person on 35 might have been born as all heck, and they don't get to you. So we want to talk about that. We want to talk about the writing process, the thought process, and the collaboration, what this book was all about. But most importantly, her story, her journey, and her truth. What has all this cost her, bought her, and taught her about this thing we call life? So let's welcome her to the edge. How you doing, Stephanie Felice Singleton? I like to say hey, 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 April Mahoney. I'm doing good. How you doing? Me and the brains is on top of the world. Yes, we are. All right. Yes, I love you. Here, and here's to you, darling. Here's to you as well. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about how you show up in the world. Ah, uh, let's see. Well, I was born uh on the east side of Detroit, Michigan. What up, though, to all oh. my Detroit people? Yes, that's what we say. That's how we greet each other. What up, though? And uh, I am the oldest of three children. All of my family is still uh, back in Detroit. And, um, you know, growing up, I've always been uh, an avid reader and writer. Um, So that's how I've been showing up in in my world. Um, Always being there for people, reading, writing, and, you know, just unconsciously, I was a life coach and didn't even know I was a life coach. So that's why I'm getting certified now. Um, so that I can start, you know, getting that coin <laughs> for all the exactly. the, the wonderful uh, gift that I bring to uh, people. Uh, and just being able to really find who I am has been a part of that life journey. You know what I mean? And it's 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 been a process. There have been some uh, some downtimes. There have been a lot of good times, more uptimes than downtimes. But you know, life be lifing. But we got to push through. So, yeah. We have to forge ahead. And, you know, Absolutely. we can't get stuck. No. Sometimes I say, now you got to sit with some stuff. And True, you got to you marinate do. like a good filet mignon. 
you know, yes. you got to marinate in it. However, you got to put that sucker on the grill and let it sizzle. That's right. Because you cannot get stuck in it. Life is moving on and it will leave you behind if you are not at the top of your game. Absolutely. Now you said life coaching. Uh, yes. Let's pull back the layers of that. And just what is your specific niche in life coaching? Because i be honest with you, some folks ain't coachable. True. Some folks are not your client. True. <laughs> some folks don't do the work. Now you can give them all the things you want. You know, you can give them a great recipe, but they still can't make the bread rise. That's right. Um, and then there's the other one that's the overachiever that thinks that they're smarter than you. They're the smartest one in the room and you can't tell them nothing because they know everything. Right. But when you're looking for the perfect client, what are you looking for in this new venture? I'm looking for somebody who wants to be balanced. So my goal is to help women specifically find clarity and let them know that you don't have to be have a perfect life to do and go after the things that you want to go after. I'm, I'm a Virgo. So by nature, I have this uh, per perfectionist persona that I'm really trying to get away from. So in helping women in the life coaching uh, arena, I just want them to find clarity and the confidence that they need to accomplish whatever goal it is that they're they're trying to achieve. So the clients that I'm looking for are people, are women that, that want to do the work. For themselves, I can't do the work. I'm just a guide. I'm not. I, I'm exactly. not giving you no answers. None of that. I'm just here to say, okay, I got your hand, and I'm going to point out some things, but you ultimately have to make the decision on what it is that you want to achieve and accomplish for yourself. Exactly. So I'm just looking exactly. for somebody who's really just wanting to, you know, do the work for themselves, and I'm still doing the work for myself. I'm not perfect, right. and I'm not looking for anybody. To be perfect. You ain't perfect, girl. I didn't get that email. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, some people have this idea that life coaches have it all together and nothing goes wrong. And no, honey, life be life and over here all the time. <laughs> okay, and but a, a coach, coaches have coaches. Yes, they do. Absolutely. And, co and coaches have therapists too. And Absolutely. I try to tell our people, Black people. Yes. Okay? White yeah. people, y'all already hip on it, but uh, black people, therapy is okay. It it definitely is it's it's okay and it's necessary and it's necessary, you know. It's, and so if you're necessary. not ready to go full throttle, get somebody that is going to be instrumental in offsetting the damages. Like absolutely, because we all have damages. We all have damages, whether we acknowledge them or not. They're there. We have you know childhood traumas. We have relationship traumas. And when you hold that stuff in, it, 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 it does something to your psyche and it doesn't allow you to move forward, you know, as a woman, as a wife, as a mother, as a whatever, a human being. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I totally agree with you that therapy is necessary for every single person, I believe. So tell me a little bit about this anthology, girl. How did you get involved in that? And what was your chapter about? So uh, this is so funny. You know, Facebook is how I got in uh, in touch with the, uh, the author um, of the anthology. And I'm in a reading and writers group. And she was looking for people to contribute to this anthology on um, child loss. So the anthology was about uh, miscarriage, still still uh, born, stillbirths, and, you know, just child loss in general. And when I saw that, it immediately... Um, touched me because I had the unfortunate um, 
incident to have three miscarriages before I had my very first child. I was in my twenties. Oh, wow. Yeah, very uh, traumatizing physically, mentally, emotionally. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to tell my story. I wanted to tell my story because this was uh, two years ago. And at the time I was 49. And at 49 years old, you know that that hurt is still there. That trauma, it, it, it never leaves you. And I just wanted women to know that if you've suffered any type of uh, loss, miscarriage in, in particular, because that's what happened to me, I understand. And it's a process that you still go through. I think about how old my children might have been. Would they have been boys or girls? Um, and it 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 just touched me so much to be able to share uh, my story, you know, with the world. And the uh, the book is called Dear Sarah. There are uh, five uh, five stories in the book, and I am on page. 48. <laughs> and the title of my chapter is called Finding Peace in Unfinished Love. Well, read us a little excerpt. I sure will. Let's see here. I was devastated. The tears flowed and my heart ached for months. And then I had to come to grips with telling everyone that I had lost my baby. I didn't know how I would recover. The perfection of pregnancy that I created in my mind was shattered. I suffered in silence, quietly trying to mask being okay and trying to make myself believe that it wasn't my fault. If I had only not, if I only hadn't worn heels, if only I had eaten better, if only I hadn't done so much, if only I'd gone straight to the hospital after that fall down the stairs. In my mind, it was my fault and there was little anyone could say to make me feel differently. Wow. And that's heavy, you know, because yeah. again, but God makes no mistakes. No, he doesn't. He makes, he makes no mistakes and we don't understand. No, we're not we damaged. Don't. I had one sister on my show that had nine miscarriages. Yeah, that's, 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 that's tough. And I talked to my aunt before she died and she had 28 abortions. Oh my goodness. Woo. Yeah. Right. Right. Wow. And that was back in the day you know, before Roe v. Wade. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's traumatizing because we feel as, as women and females that we're automatic nurturers, but then there's some women that have children. I know another young sister got 10 kids and all of them in the system. Oh, yeah, I, she it, likes I, being I, pregnant. It, it, you know, it's, I want to say it's sad, but then maybe it's not because who knows what, what would have happened to those children had they stayed with her. You know, I'm not, ju- I don't judge anybody for the choices they make, you know. Right, uh, right, right, right. And it's tough, but when it falls upon you and it's not a choice, um, then it's a struggle and it's traumatizing. It, it, it is. is traumatizing. It is because I, I I have always been a nurturer since I was like 12, 13 years old. I used to babysit kids and I was, I knew I was going to be somebody's mama. Mm-hmm. I always mm-hmm. wanted to be a mother. So when the opportunity, you know, came, I got pregnant, I was excited and, you know, bam, you know, lost the baby. Then, you know, two more times. And it was just like, what am I doing wrong? You know, right. and, and I want women to know, you know, no matter what age you are, that you suffer this, you're not alone and it's not your fault. Right. And, and, and you have support, you know, and we need to talk about this. This is stuff that mm-hmm. needs to be talked about. So. 
Yep. And, and if not, you'll never heal. You'll be traumatized forever. So you also write articles for magazines. Tell me a little bit about that. Yes. So I used to write um, for an online magazine uh, a few years back. Uh, The the magazine is no longer um, in operation, but it was called Top Flight. And um, I wrote little articles, you know, I I did an article um, about people who uh, won the lottery and typically how, you know, they're broke (laughs) within a a three to four year period, you know, and then. Let me stop you right there. Let me stop you right there and interject because you know what? That's another thing. Is this fixation with being an entrepreneur? Baby, you can be entre poor. If you don't handle your business, if you don't have good accounting, you don't have good customer service, you don't have good follow-up, you have good networking, you don't pay your taxes. This is not a personal slush fund. You have to understand what running a business is before you try to jump off into this. It's not uh, one of these things that you learn by the seat of your pants. Oh, no. You can get jacked up. Yeah, you can get jacked up. You can go to jail. All that stuff. All that. All that. (laughs) All of that. And then, too, when you call yourself a a life coach or, you know, any kind of a coach, you are literally holding somebody's life in the palm of your hand. And I hope that all of you out there under the sound of my voice take that very seriously. These people have made an investment, not just financially, but spiritually and holistically, emotionally, emotionally Mm -hmm. into what you are about to pour into them. They're going to take your advice with their look, with their color, with their scheme, with their messaging, all of that. And if you don't have your shit together, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. it's not good. It's not going to be good. And you're going to be called on it. Oh, yes. Absolutely. And and with the way social media is set up, you know, we in the cancel culture, honey, they will go uh, go to war (laughs) canceling you if they feel like you wronged them in some type of way. I got into an issue with my neighbor yesterday. I come down the street. I turn around and look. They got a full-on taco shop. (laughs) All all around the corner. Girl, they got the chairs. They got the music. Uh this is a residential community well i was that karen you damn right i was karen i showed up girl and called the popo oh okay i said really i said i'm not gonna argue with you because girl they they came out the house in droves i was like oh lord it's about to go down Uh i said no i'm not gonna do this but you know what and i have no problem with people making a living wage i'm down with the hustle but you can't do that in a residential community because they're going to replicate it and it's going to be ugly. It's going to be ugly. And then you can't go back at that point. Right, right. So, <laughs> so it's just about, you know, knowing when to hold, knowing when to fold, doing your yes. research, Absolutely. doing what's right, doing what's wrong, getting some buy-in, doing some groups. And, and, you know, and the thing people you know, when, when it comes to the, you know, being an entrepreneur or, you know, people winning a lottery, if your mind, if you still have a poor mind, Girl, I don't care how much preach, money you make, your mind, you still have a poor man's mentality. So the first thing that you got to do with anything, I don't care if you're an entrepreneur, hit the lottery, whatever, you got to get that mind right first mm-hmm. and then let everything else come after that. Because so many people, like I said, win the lottery, how you, how you a, a millionaire and you then lost it all in three to four years. They, girl, 
way and giving it to everybody. You got yeah. to pay taxes on that money. Absolutely. Okay, and we're talking about they get their taxes off the top. And then yeah. all that else is capital gain. So you got to pay taxes year after year after year. But and you done bought mama a house and you done bought your nephew a car and all this kind of stuff. No, 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 no. Promissory notes. So yeah, you can't I mean, and there's nothing out. wrong with that essentially, but you have to be strategic on how you do everything. You know what I mean? And that's the problem with a lot of folks is they're not strategic in their thinking. Mm-mm. You no. know, and it just well, they it, get excited, but you know, yeah. it, that's that new money mentality. They don't know what that is. And money is energy, brains. Believe it and trust. Believe it definitely and trust. is. Yes. It has a frequency all of its own. So Absolutely. let's talk about the frequency that you share with these sisters in the latest <laughs> of Jacksonville. How did yeah. you get involved uh, as a chapter director in this amazing group? And tell me about your, your sisters. Oh my gosh, the Ladies League. Let's let me tell you. So it's it, the Ladies League uh, organization started in Detroit. Uh, the CEO and founder, her name, name is Latanya Walker. She's a social worker in Detroit. Um, she found that there was this target uh, audience that she deemed or she coined the woman in the middle that just didn't have the support. So you know, on one end you have ladies who have a plethora of resources. You know, they have, you know, all the financial resources in the world. Then on the opposite end, you have women on the lower end that might, you know, be able to get uh, uh, assistance of a different sort. But then you have this woman in the middle, you know, I can't qualify for food stamps, but I don't got, you know, $50,000 in my bank account either. Mm -hmm. So she realized that, that there was this group of ladies that needed help. They needed resources. They needed assistance. So she created the Ladies League of Detroit. And I am the chapter director of Jacksonville. And then we also have a Baltimore chapter. Um, I moved to Jacksonville in 2020. And uh, I'm sorry, 2021. I I became a member of the Ladies League of Detroit in uh, October of 2020. And I didn't want to leave my sisters. You know, because we have meetings monthly on various topics and um, social gatherings and events and just support. And I met, you know, just the dopest women in this group. So I was like, oh, man, I I don't want to leave this. So I asked her, I said, well, what do you think about, you know, once I get settled and everything, starting a chapter? And she was like, I'm with that. I like it. So October of 2022, the Ladies League of Jacksonville officially launched. Uh, we currently have 13 members. We are always looking to gain more members, more sisters. And it's just a bunch of women coming together, talking about different topics that affect us every day, you know, be it money, um, anxiety, relationships, uh, you know, trying to start businesses, just a plethora of, of different topics that we have. We have um, orientations where we, um, you know, talk about how the new women can join and things like that. And it is just, you know, we have uh, what we call sisters roll out. That's if you become a member, we have sisters roll out where we get together and we go have us some drinks or eat or, you know, just having us a good old time. Mm -hmm. And it's about bringing women together because living here in Jacksonville, what I found that there are so many women who are not native to Jacksonville. And a lot of times when you start over someplace new, you know, I didn't know anybody when I moved here. Now I got 13 new sisters, mm. you know, and it's it's just wonderful making these connections because like you said, there's always this stigma, especially 
with black women. We don't get along and we don't da, 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 this and the other. And I want to prove that wrong. And I'm not saying everything is always, you know, everybody don't get along all the time, but the dynamic is we can coexist together. We can build relationships, personal and professionally. And that's what we're about, growing women personally and uh, professionally developing each other. And that's what the Ladies League is about. Well, tell my brains how to get in contact with you or one of the other um, affiliate chapters so that they can be a part of that experience. Absolutely. So for the Ladies League of Jacksonville, um, I can be emailed at info.llljax, J-A-X, at gmail.com. Uh, and we also have an Instagram account, the Ladies League of Jacksonville. You can inbox there, the Ladies League of Jacksonville events on Facebook. You can also, you know, post, uh, leave a message or, uh, you know, send an inbox. And then for the Ladies League of uh, Detroit and Baltimore, they both have websites. We're still in the works uh, developing our website, but the Ladies League of Detroit.com, the Ladies League of Baltimore.com is where you can go get any more information about those two um, uh, parts of the Ladies League. Well, you definitely want to um, brush up on your sister game because there's a lot going on and women are really influencers uh, yes. when it comes time to get out and vote about yes. particular issues, when it is about collaboration, particular Absolutely. issues. Even if you're an entrepreneur, you can't do it by yourself. Absolutely not. And no. we're not... We're, you know, we're not designed to do anything by ourselves. No. And that's that's the other stigma people, you know, have wrong in life. It's like, you can go it alone, but why why would you want to when right. you don't have to? Right. And you need to hire where you're weak. And Everybody exactly. can't do everything. You may need a bookkeeper. You may, may need a marketer. You may need a spokesperson, uh, someone Absolutely. to coordinate your events. You're always going to need somebody. So the best thing to do is to build alliances, strong alliances. And then that way you get to peep folks out too. You know, That's, that is absolutely true. You know who to put in certain positions. I remember one time, girl, I, I have this interviewing question and I asked him, I said, if you were an animal, what animal would you be and why? Girl, the woman told me she'd be a snake. Oh, okay. Well, I, I hired her. Okay. And I hired her because you know what? Somebody <laughs> got to go in down and dirty and do it. And I didn't want to do it. She said she well, knew how to get in and get out. Well, she spoke her truth. You can't be mad at that. She yeah. spoke her truth. But along those same lines, I strategically know where to place her too and what to tell her and, and what, what not to tell her. Mm -hmm. okay. Absolutely. Yes. People will tell them themselves. They will definitely identify who they are and be a good listener. All the time. We oh, always want to jaw jack. You know, we always want to just run our mouths. Don't do that. Sometimes no. just sit there and listen. I have learned over the years. And that and I think, you know, being being a, a, a woman of a certain age, getting to that maturity level. Know when to be quiet. You don't always have to be, you don't always have to talk. You don't always have to have a response. When you sit back and observe and just listen, you gain so much more knowledge than when you, you can, you can, you can talk. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't have to always talk. So I, I totally agree with that. Yeah, totally you, you, you talk yourself out of something. That's like, mm. that's like yesterday with them neighbors. Oh, uh, they came out. I wasn't gonna stand out there and try to, you know, fight and be all that. They said, we right. put, they said we put you on TikTok. I said, would you like for me to smile? 
<laughs> right. I was, I was sharing my truth. I'll share my yeah. truth. And, and that's, like you said, in this world of social media, we can agree to disagree, but not be disagreeable. Exactly. And that's what the, the world needs more of people like that. It's okay to have different opinions and different thoughts. But when you become so enraged because I don't think like you do or don't believe what you do, what what the hell is that about? I, I'm right. a full grown person with different thoughts and ideas than you you that doesn't mean we can't uh uh have a conversation exactly exactly you know? and and come up with a solution absolutely and sometimes that's the solution is to, uh, to agree to disagree that's the solution yeah <laughs> you know and there is not a problem with it well you are agreeable you're beautiful and wonderful thank you thank you so much for being here on the edge again give them your contact information how can they purchase a copy of that anthology is that on uh amazon yes it is on amazon.com uh, okay. and it is called dear sarah i'll put the book up again i don't know if you can see that pretty good yeah there yeah. We yeah dear sarah uh and uh it's like i said it's five different stories in here um, just on child loss uh, and yeah you can find my information or you can contact me at info.llljax j-a-x at gmail.com the ladies league of jacksonville on instagram the ladies league of jacksonville events on facebook and yeah and, and i i want to build the sisterhood i want to grow genuine true sisterhood with with these women in jacksonville because it's needed it's, it's definitely needed. We need that support. We need that encouragement. You know, we need to, like you said, make those connections, build those bridges, you know, so we can be the best, most authentic people we can be. And the best coaches. Okay. Yes, and the best coaches. Too. Everybody needs a coach. Everybody's yes. uh, everybody on the team, but you need a coach. Yes, and I'm coaching you right here on the edge. Go in and like, love, and share. Look at this. I'm going to hold yeah. it so you can see it, Brains. I need you to like, love, share, and subscribe. Like, love, share, and subscribe. Go in and check out the Ladies League. Uh, you know, in Detroit, I'm going to plug them right now because Jacksonville, y'all doing pretty good. But down in Detroit, the water's messed up. The school's messed up. You can get a nice piece of property there and revitalize that community from the ground up. Collaborate with people. Put your money together. Make your money work smarter, not harder. Teach it how to work for you and you not to work for it. Thank you so much again, Stephanie. Thank you. Come back and see me again real soon. You in San Diego, girl. You know where to find me. <laughs> Thank you so much, April. This was a joy, a great privilege. And, you know, I had a good time chopping it up with you. All right, now. All right, Brains. Be good to yourself. <laughs>